We're getting close. Less than 50 meters to the elevator. Hey, Android. What's your name again? It's Helen. Right. Helen. I see a breach on the interior hull, about 30 centimeters. You see that? That's where I came out of the robot shaft. Into this corridor to repressurize it. Do we need to cover it? No. Everything in there is dead. Dead and incapable of coming back? Dead and torn to pieces. That's what I like to hear. I could have learned the violin. Or taken up mechanical engineering. You know, there are people whose job it is to read books all day. And then write stuff. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Read books all day? That would suck. They open the door to the next section. Flashlights on their guns and helmets illuminate four corpses on the floor. Half-creatures, wearing the blue jumpsuits of special forces. Their flesh is decayed into the burnt black necrosis of the change. But their eyes, their eyes are wide open. What's, what's wrong with them? Dormant. Do androids have to go to special classes to learn how to not make any sense? It's how they save energy between feedings. Ah. She's right. They're dormant. Well, let's get to whacking their heads off. No time. Let's just move through. The elevator shaft is just ahead. Creatures hold their eyes on the soldiers as we gingerly step over the bodies. Sergeant Mach is on point and gets to the hatch on the far side of the corridor. The intermittent emergency lights strobe, giving everything a splash of red every 2.3 seconds. Mach leans into the hatch, quietly, but with his taut musculature straining rolling the steel door open on its hydraulic bearings. While holding the door open, he signals the others through. Rays gracefully dances through the small opening, landing quietly on the other side. I turn back toward Tennyson and Carlisle. Behind them, the dead are standing. Their eyes glow a sickly green in the flashing red lights of the corridor, their mouths open as though in horror of deeds yet undone, their char-colored skin dripping from their bodies. And they launch themselves at Tennyson. Tennyson shoots his weapon as he falls backwards. The charges ricochet everywhere. Pinholes open in the bulkhead as flechettes spit into the ceiling. Raise fires through the opening in the hatch. Moth has to hold the hatch open for her. One of the creatures latches onto Tennyson's voice box and rips it out with her teeth. I'm not close enough to do anything with the crowbar in my hands. Graves' gun finally manages to penetrate the armored flesh of one of the creatures as Carlisle reaches out to me to pull him through. Too late. A claw punctures Carlisle's skull, coming out of his forehead like a 
third eye or rhinoceros horn. More creatures appear at the far end of the corridor. Bigger, meaner ones. Even Raze's gun will be useless. With my right hand, I grab Mach by the webbing on his harness and toss him through the now-closing oh. hatch, knocking Raze out of the way with Mach's body. The Schmetterling can't kill these creatures, but it can do one thing. And with my left hand, I ignite the short-range explosives in Berserker mode. This unloads the entire weapon's arsenal in 0.8 seconds. But I'm not shooting at the creatures. I'm shooting at the pressure hull. Six of the creatures have attached themselves to me, full of terror and bile, while thousands of yellow phosphorus TT grenades ricochet like angry fireflies into the corridor, slicing open a half dozen holes in the bulkhead which are big enough to drive a bus through. This makes the corridor depressurize explosively. I pull myself through the rapidly narrowing portal of the fire door. As it slams shut, it slices the arm off of one of the creatures. And then, there were three. You've been listening to Earth Killer, Episode 9, Berserker Mode. Written by Andrew Belware and Montserrat Mendez. Story by Montserrat Mendez. Produced by Laura Schlockmeyer. Starring Robin Kurtz. With B.J. Burbage as Carlisle, Tom Rowan as Tennyson, Zoe Anastasiu as Raze, and Monica Steady as Mock. Earthkiller is a Pandora Machine podcast composed and directed by Andrew Belware. <laughs>